to smashing up the Hippocratic Oath put people out of their misery. Kill someone, that's wrong. Suicide is still murder, what? Hello everyone, and welcome back to yet another Wondering Christians podcast. Today, on the final episode on the series of Human Identity and Sexuality, the Wondering Christians will be wondering uh, about euthanasia. We will be looking at the history of euthanasia, uh, what euthanasia is, and where we should stand as Christians on the subject of euthanasia. Um, As some of you can tell already, this is a very cheery, rainbow-filled project um, of of delight. Um, So just to kick it off, uh, we should probably define euthanasia itself. And so, correct me if I'm wrong here, Gomes, however, euthanasia is the uh, taking away of life before natural death at the voluntary will of the subject whose life is being taken. Yeah. So an example being if, if a person, say, is has, has got cancer or something and they have a low probability of coming out alive, they may choose to end their lives by euthanasia um, by, let's say, the use of lethal injection, and they would go to a doctor, and that doctor would then end their lives before their natural um, time has come, shall we say. So I think there we have pretty well defined what euthanasia is. It has happened throughout history. So people who have been dying, you you occasionally get the, the, the case where they would be so-called put out of their misery. But it, it's also making a massive comeback now in the modern uh, Western world as well. Uh, so I think it's in Sweden or somewhere in Northern Europe where you actually get death fans going around. That's what they're actually called by the people uh, which go down to people's houses and these people go into the vans and they have euthanasia performed on them which sounds strikingly similar to a, another period of history of the 20th century <laughs> wow. in, in regards to the vans um, but yeah there you go I think they'd be I think they're usually like gassed to be put to sleep or something like that or they're given an injection to be put to sleep and then uh, the lethal injection gets put into them. So really the main idea behind bringing back euthanasia is with what I said earlier to put people out of their misery or to reduce their misery. Now some people think that is absolutely fantastic idea and absolutely nothing can go wrong and there are other people who think it's an absolutely terrible idea and it's probably going to go down a very very dark alleyway. What do you think of euthanasia? What's your view on euthanasia? I think I'm not decided on this subject yet. My initial leanings, uh, my default leanings is to be against it. Uh, I, I think I was just raised with that opinion and it's the default opinion in the Christian community, etc. So uh, that's my opinion. If I had to say, if I had to choose, I'd say I'd be against it. But... I have to think more on this subject. I think it's there's varying degrees, and some of the some of it does make sense, some of it doesn't. I think in a 
I think there's two natural ways we can look at this and even have contradictory results. But we can look at this uh, from a natural perspective and think life is sacred and we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't end life prematurely and we don't control life. Uh, God controls life, etc. But we also have this natural inclination, for example, all of us, I guess, easily with animals, if an animal is, let's say, it's dying in the wilderness, at least I haven't seen this, but maybe in films, etc., someone's like this animal's dying in the wilderness and you put it out of its misery, as you said. That kind of feels okay. And even for other pe- humans, um, you are getting surrounded, your house is being surrounded by a mob or your city is being surrounded by a mob and you have no escape, no way out. So instead of, you know, suffering under or being tortured under their hands, you basically commit suicide. That's a that that kind of feels natural. That's a bit different from what people are talking about nowadays. But in just in a purely philosophical sense, it does seem like it's it's okay in both ways. Um if, So would you consider committing euthanasia? Um again, I'm I'm not, if, if let's say the civil government uh, makes a decision and allows it, I think there are certain positions for euthanasia that are rationally acceptable. If a person is dying um, and just suffering continually or, or uh, whatever, maybe that person can, can make the choice f- uh, to basically commit suicide. I think, I mean... It's still a hard... I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm saying if it's a person's voluntary will, then maybe I can accept it. I think if it's any uh, any other person's decision to commit suicide, uh, any other person's decision to, to go forward with the euthanasia, I think that's bad. I think if it's a family member choosing, that's wrong. If it's a doctor choosing, that's wrong. I think it has to be the person him or herself and if the person isn't sane or can't respond then I still think no one can make that decision for the person then again I'm a I'm completely against suicide so and suicide is another type of suffering that people feel like they have to end and they kill themselves not just randomly but they kill themselves because of a different type of suffering. Uh, they're not necessarily dying or they're not necessarily going to naturally die. Euthanasia is a bit more understandable because the person is already dying. But it's it's a hard question, I think. But I'll, I'll have to lean on the side against euthanasia. But I could tolerate it if, if the, only, the only person that can uh, make that, that decision is the person, him or herself. We've seen in the Western world how the view of abortion has loosened and how the reasoning of what makes a... Instead of looking at a fetus as whether it's a human or not a human, instead that it's a not a, not a person, it's a non-person. And we've seen how in the Western world that the uh, availability of abortions as well as frequency of abortions as well as the time during pregnancy upon which you can get abortions um, be pushed further f- f- um, further back and back and later and later in in pregnancy 
Um, but do you not think that the same thing could happen to euthanasia? So that euthanasia starts off being a thing where, oh, it's okay providing the person suffering, but then you've got to deal with the philosophy of, well, what constitutes suffering or what constitutes a person dying? Because a person could argue that, well, we're kind of like born to die as it is. And we could also argue that a person who, for example, has gender dysphoria, let's say, j just as an example, uh, is thus suffering emotionally yeah. and therefore has has a right to have euthanasia mm -hmm. anyway. So do, do you not think that euthanasia could widen out to mm -hmm. really the rest of society? It, it seems to me like the value of human life really early on has been reduced to nothing as more than a commodity. Yeah. And the value of human life really late on is being reduced to nothing more than a commodity. Mm -hmm. And in fact, to go far as saying is that the entirety of human life is being reduced to a, a, a product, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. So let's say this very conservative type of euthanasia gets uh, passed. I'm not saying it's a conservative view, I'm just saying it compared to the other views. So euthanasia is acceptable if the, the person is dying like imminently dying or is going to be just suffering for an extended period of time and going to die anyways in some other way. Um, and it's that person that chooses to basically commit suicide. Um, so if that does go forward, which is the more, I guess in my eyes, the more tolerable view and a, the one I can clo I'm closer to accepting. Um, yeah, I definitely think it can broaden out. And as you said, it, it can broaden out in a more uh, the antonym or the opposite of utopian. So in a really, really draconian way or totalitarian way or whatever, where the gov or where it's not just the person that's deciding. It's maybe it's someone else that's deciding it for them. The doctor, the government. I mean, it could go down that road. I don't think we can make the decision about euthanasia by thinking in that way, though. However, as you said, there's another way that euthanasia can broaden, which is what constitutes suffering. So the line between euthanasia and suicide gets blurred. That, that, could, that could definitely happen where you can have people that truly feel... Well, firstly, you can have people that um, go through with euthanasia because they're literally dying and they're just suffering. Except for, like, they're going to suffer for two years where, and they're not going to live then maybe euthanasia is acceptable. And then it might go from that to uh, unbearable emotional pain um, or unbearable pain, what, whatever it is, or just some dis or they lost their legs, they don't want to live anymore, and they go through with euthanasia. That's, we, we call that suicide, just normal suicide. And then it can even broaden to people thinking, just having emotional problems and deciding to commit suicide. I think it definitely moves the culture, the laws, everything, society to accept suicide as, as something acceptable. Um, I think that's bad. However, on its merits, I think we still have to make the decision uh, about euthanasia on what the, that exact law and the spe like how specific it is on what does constitute suffering and what doesn't, you know. If we can pass, we humans, we as a society can pass good laws that are maybe, they can maybe change to something, they can be manipulated to something bad. For example, uh, the execution laws 
where death sentence maybe that's I'm I'm not I don't want to I'm not sure what to believe on that but maybe that's a good idea however it can definitely be manipulated to be something bad but maybe it is a good idea as the law itself is so I don't know it's hard what do you think the more I think about it the more euthanasia has in common with abortion it's just on the other side it's just on the other side of the spectrum and so the idea is that well you can take the life of an infant because it doesn't classify as a person and i can see it happening that you can take the life of an elderly because they don't meet some standard either um i can see once it gets into law i can just imagine like a total nutcase in charge um so for example somebody who's who will use the idea of overpopulation of the planet as an excuse to for example um when you reach the age of 60 or something then you must be euthanized um for the sake of the population of the planet or something like that and i know that sounds a bit like a conspiracy theory however when we look at for example china's one po- one child policy and the amount of abortions and illegal abortions that happen during that mm-hmm then it, it doesn't seem so much of a conspiracy theory as well as various other um, examples throughout history as well. Uh, what do I think of euthanasia within itself? Would I say yes, no, or maybe? I would say no. Um, I don't say you've heard of the arguments, the, the, the fairly um, cheeky arguments against abortion saying but you not you might be aborting the person who will find the cure for cancer and and within itself it sounds quite uh, corny however um i'll give an example so stephen hawking's for example and so let's say euthanasia was available and stephen hawking's gained uh, locked in syndrome and then he decides to euthanize himself, well, then you would have lost a ton of scientific um, knowledge and theories then, a whole a whole wealth of it. Mm-hmm. And yes, he couldn't, he could barely physically move. However, he could still do a number of things with the technology that was provided him. And I think instead of focusing on the so-called easy way out of just ending it all we should be looking at how we can create technologies and medicines that can help people throughout their problems Mm -hmm. Um, even in old age i believe that people should die naturally and that there is no difference between euthanasia and i think euthanasia and suicide is more or less the same thing apart from the doctors smashing up the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> yeah, that's looking at death as a remedy to a, as, to a disease. Again, this is also because people have lost the view of what comes after life, which is the continuation or the debt or hell uh, or heaven. Um, so, you know, people, we live in a secular world and people have lost sight of that. That is... I mean, just looking at that, then I would want to say no to euthanasia because I want people to have as much opportunity as possible to be saved. Um, If someone is suffering um, in a hospital bed and let's say they're going to suffer for 20 years, really bad pain, 
and they're not they're definitely not gonna get better um maybe they're still coherent and stuff but they're just gonna be suffering and suffering i'd rather that person suffer 20 years and then in the last year get saved for some because someone talked to them um about christ than to just kill him or allow him to kill himself and have him suffering an eternity in hell yeah, well, a fantastic example of that in, in the Bible um, is people like Job or um, the, the blind man, you know, and God's works can be shown through these people as much as other people who don't have these issues. Uh, Job, he went through the worst of it, really. I mean, he lost everything he had. The only thing he didn't lose was his wife, which was bad thing for him because he had a really horrible wife so he lost everything 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 his skin was covered in boils and whatever and it was just awful awful and he went through that process and learned why why that happened and it's true i mean we so so that's 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 what i am scared about is even if we do pass this conservative type of euthanasia where it's that person choosing which i think when it's only the person's choice, I think that makes it different from abortion, okay? So abortion's just bad. It's just wrong because you're killing the baby against its will, obviously. The baby wants to live. That's what it's doing. Its body is trying to live. So uh, um, you're killing it against its will. However, euthanasia, if it's the person choosing, then that makes it different from abortion. However, I'm still scared, and I do realize that even this, pa- even the passing of this conservative type of euthanasia it can really liberalize this the acceptance of suicide um in the world so as you were saying uh stephen hawkins he could he could have gone through with euthanasia maybe um but he he's he wouldn't be necessarily needing it right he would just be it would just be an option that's open to him so when it's open to you more people take it Do you get what I'm saying? The closest I would get to euthanasia personally is do not resuscitate. The reason I think do not resuscitate is acceptable is because it is the allowance of a natural death as opposed to the unnatural resuscitation techniques. Uh, Do not resuscitate within the the appropriate um, times. So, for example, if you were old and you had a bad illness, then do not resuscitate would be acceptable. I don't think suicide or... You know, I'd just flat out call it freaking murder, to be honest. Well, it's if it's a person doing it to himself, it's not necessarily murder, it is... It would be suicide. Well, then I'd call it, it suicide. Su- it is a suicide. But I'm saying with the death fans and stuff, when other people are doing it as well, then and they're trampling on Hippocratic Oath, then I think that's uh, too far. I can also imagine, I can see a world upon where uh, you have... I can see a secular world where certain people are considered non-humans or lesser humans and are then rounded up and put into these death vans. I mean, that can happen. Let's face it, you, you could essentially you could essentially call the Holocaust a form of euthanasia. I dare say the Nazis probably thought something along those lines. In fact, the Nazis did perform so-called euthanasia upon hospital patients, disabled people. Old people as well. And that's where that that's the end result of this. 
this is the end result of this within a secular society. I think it's the end result of it if you allow it at all, to be honest. Mm, I don't agree. I think it's definitely possible, but I think that's an extreme situation. I think what is an end, what would come with this is the liberalizing of suicide and having it and having that as socially acceptable. I don't think, I can't see this apocalyptic world where, well, it can happen, but I don't think it would happen now. And, and I don't think we can consider that necessarily because it's just, it's a bit far away still from the, this type of conservative euthanasia because you're, you're not looking at that person as less human if it's that person um, deciding. Within Portugal and the West, I can agree with, within Portugal and the West, I can agree with that statement apart from in the long term. But when we look at China, when we look at what they're doing to the Uruguars, when they're cutting out their organs and selling them, and when they're um, destroying a woman's you know, ability to have children, mm-hmm. and when they're doing experiments on them, again, when we look in history of the fascists, when we look at the history of the USSR and some of their experiments, um, it's possible. I think it's quite a possible route um, to take. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, I think it probably will. Uh, there'll probably be, be situations like that even in the West in the future. I don't think it would be because of euthanasia. I think in if if an, a euthanasia does get passed and if it has any impact on whatever type of genocide that can happen in the future, I think it would just be a cult, a, a, again that the the cultural acceptance thing where killing people is or having people killed is acceptable i think that's the only impact i don't think those euthanasia laws will translate into that i really don't think if we pass euthanasia laws those euthanasia laws where the person is deciding we will start um deciding that older people are less human i know there are people so this is my view of the most tolerable version of euthanasia i know there are a lot of versions of euthanasia that aren't like that where they do want older people to for their fate to be decided by a doctor or just family members etc and i think that's really wrong Um, and i'm sure passing a euthanasia law even if it's conservative it will open up more possibility for those types of those bad types of uh, euthanasia or, or more bad types or worse types of euthanasia can you imagine living with the idea that you yourself signed up your signed off your mother's life you know it's it's so grim and it takes such a devaluation of humanity and the value of life it's it's unbelievable um I mean, those people will have will argue though that um, she was the mother or whatever, whoever you signed off, uh, or whoever signed themselves off, is just suffering and they're not really living anymore. Again, it they are living <laughs> objectively, they are living, but it's it's a d, it's it's not a dehuman, not a dehuman. It's a undignified way of living, living as well. I don't think death is the solution. Again, my biggest problem with euthanasia is the su- it's ba- it is suicide. Like, you're not necessarily injecting yourself. Maybe that would be better if you if you 
had to inject yourself or whatever it was. <laughs> just, just, might as well just and give him a rope <laughs> and a chair. <laughs> I mean, that I think I think that would be better. It's still bad, but I think that would be better. But again, it's it's just too similar to suicide and knowing how this world works. It's lit, It's just gonna so quickly pass on to uh, the rest of the culture. And suicide is gonna be become more much more apparent and common for for people and that's not good so well it won't be even if even if say it was down to the person's own kind of like conscience to do it or not yeah this probably won't be consigned to the idea of oh this person's really ill this person's really old it'll trickle down to like young people as yeah, well is that, that's my it'll worry. trickle th- all throughout society yeah that's my ro- worry because i would hope we could have the best of both worlds where you i'm not even saying that that it, that would be the optimal choice having the best of both worlds but where we could have you this type of euthanasia where the person decides um to commit suicide basically and it doesn't trickle down into how people view suicide I don't think that can happen, and for that reason, I guess I'm, I'm, I maintain that uh, belief against euthanasia and don't agree with it because it, it, it maybe I could accept it if it didn't trickle down into how people viewed suicide and how much more um, common and easy to to get. I guess it would be, and how much more people would turn to it because you can't have that, those those best both worlds then i think it it's just it would be bad for society and in, i'm and i'm not even totally convinced that it it's morally good the actual act itself is morally good anyways again though we we find ourselves like facing excuses of oh they were suffering blah 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 and then again i think this is again a really freaking western thing um of where the idea of we are now allergic to the idea of uh, either death or or suffering or something like that, and we can possibly not have either. We must constantly be pleasured by various things, and we can't mm-hmm. see any kind of uh, good thing in suffering. Mm, yeah, but no, this. But here's the thing, though: that can happen, but that's not what euthanasia is right now. At least what I'm thinking. Of about because it is suffering that's not going to end and that you are going to die in just a matter of months or weeks or let's say your operation goes really wrong and your spine is completely you know mangled up and you're just suffering 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 and there is literally no we just don't know how to fix it and you're gonna suffer for three years just endlessly um yeah, I mean, that's not the same thing as m- many people not wanting to face or risk death or wanting to risk suffering because that's just a different type of suffering. That's just a suffering that's not going to end. And um, But still, even going back to the other argument, I'm st- I think I have to go against euthanasia because I'd still, if that person can still talk and w- or listen or whatever, I'll still prefer that f- than for them to just go to hell immediately. And so for them to have the opportunity to hear the gospel. So I guess I am I am against it, looking at it from all ways. But I do understand the argument behind it. 
I just don't think it can, it will be, I think it'll be, it's probably not morally good. It takes away people's chance for uh, getting salvation. And it also will be bad for society. I understand the argument behind it. I just think it's damn well, it's an abomination. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't view uh, euthanasia in the same way I view abortion, though. Abortion is, is a very different thing. Um, genocide is a, a very different thing. I think they share pretty common things. <laughs> um, but it, it just also screws over various parts of law because if suicide is the taking of one's own life then and, and murder is the purposeful taking away of another person's life then you've got to meddle with those laws as well and it just creates a whole <laughs> red tape of laws I suppose what clarifies is yeah yeah a lot of contradictions that's how we can tell how it's not from the Christian worldview because most of the laws uh, that we have now are from the Christian worldview that have come through down through the centuries, uh, up through the centuries, uh, up until us, and and the way that euthanasia does really seem to contradict terms and what is murder, what is suicide, how is that wrong? Both of them are wrong, but you let's say murder and suicide are wrong, but euthanasia isn't. That's a bit of a contradiction. So that's how we can also tell how that's that's just. This euthanasia idea, it's a secular idea. It's not really coming from the Bible or the church or any type of tradition. Yeah. How does how do you think this ties into the rest of the topics though that we were having before? I think it ties in with the philosophical dualism that has been present throughout. And so, um, you know, you 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 have these this level of so-called values and you have this level of so-called like objective facts kind of thing mm-hmm. and you have these smashing against one another the, the, the roads that i live on you know it's quite a few elderly people on here and stuff and quite a few of them are dying you know dying and have died and so on and we have you know and when it comes to our own family as well when they're dying then we look after them and we love them and we show them that they are cared for and that they're wanted. And we, if they are in pain, then we look for medical ways to uh, help that pain and so on. You know, my grandfather had leukaemia for uh, a few years before he died. And, you know, it, it just, what it does is it reduces euthanasia reduces human life is oh no i'm not willing to sacrifice my own time to help you who is uh suffering you know i you you are now a interference in my life and now i'm going to have you injected uh again it goes into on the other side with voluntary euthanasia it goes into the idea of oh no i'm a drag on these people I'm not worthy, so therefore I'm going to therefore I'm going to have euthanasia, as opposed to loving and caring for people and letting them go uh, naturally. And to be honest, the way the world is and the way the medical progression has advanced, uh, there really is very little um, excuse for it. I'd argue, you know, in in the 19th century, if what 
you know, that thing happened to Stephen Hawking's, um, then he would have died. However, thanks to uh, medical advancements, he was able, you know, technology was able to uh, assist him with his tasks. It allowed him to communicate, and it allowed him to eat and so on. And that is what should be encouraged. We should be looking at technologies and advancements in medicine to help people, not kill people. And you do see people who are in pain. You know, if you've ever seen a person who's got late stage cancer, they're in pain as your time, but they just give them, they drug them up. And that takes away the pain, or, or at least it numbs the pain and makes it bearable. But again, it goes into the whole love kind of thing. And in practice, we're not, in practice, euthanasia will probably, even if the most conservative type of euthanasia gets passed, it they'll still be it'll still be applied to people that are not just kicking and screaming for two years straight um so maybe i i'm looking at this and hoping that if it if it does get passed then it only applies to people that are really 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 suffering like people on the battlefield um you know chopped off leg and but even they can survive you you hear people all the time yeah those those, those. i was was gonna say more things i was gonna say (laughs) i was gonna say like the stomach burst it's completely blown up and you know the intestines are coming out or whatever um and there's no way to save them maybe we look at those situations we look at those films and we would say yeah i mean i would do that for my friend i would kill him so that he doesn't just... So you're going to get soldiers running around the battlefield killing their comrades and brothers in arms. <laughs> no, but that does happen. That's fantastic. That does happen, and and, and people could look at that and think, you know, you are going to kill him uh, if you have the courage. But that's probably not what's happening, even if the most conservative type of euthanasia gets passed. It's, it's going to be applied to people that are kind of, you know, they, they, that are going to die in a few months' time and are suffering kind of... Well, they are suffering and they're going to die in a few months, so they take euthanasia. Not necessarily people that are c- completely out of their mind screaming and they just can't bear it and are fainting every other 10 minutes because of the pain for two years straight. That's probably not what's happening. In those cases, I, w- I'm s- I would be for euthanasia there. And it w- I wouldn't even call it euthanasia. It's just... But that- that's been happening throughout all of history. Um, where you, because your friend is suffering so much, it, and this mostly only happens in wars, that you do take his life, and that does feel natural, and it, and it does feel justified. It doesn't. I don't think that's murder. Suicide is murder. I wouldn't call that euthanasia easier. Yeah, that's the thing. That's maybe how I imagine it, and maybe how other people would imagine euthanasia, but that's not really what's happening. Again, though. You know, again, you have people who get diagnosed with certain diseases and say they're not going to last very long at all, mm-hmm. but they end up lasting for years. Yeah. Or they have a very small survival rate and they end up surviving. And so it's kind of like, what what I do find quite remarkable is about people who support things like abortion or euthanasia is that they use the most theoretically extreme cases oh, yeah, to support yeah. their own thing. And then yeah. once it's implemented, they they liberalize it shall we say there we go anyway i think euthanasia in general is um i don't even like calling it euthanasia i just rather call it murder but for for the sake of the subject you know it's 
I, I think it's totally un. You know, imagine Paul going writing to his fellow Christians about this thorn in his side, and he goes, oh, "I can't take it anymore, guys. I'm just going to freaking hang myself." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go to the doctors and get euthanized. It's like you know, oh, freaking the the, the Christians who suffered throughout the entire persecution are oh, can't 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 be bothered. Let's just euthanize ourselves. Yeah, it, it's freaking crazy but um no i i do think euthanasia is um i i would go as far as to say euthanasia is unchristian we should be looking at caring for people not killing them we should be able to, we should be there to try and reduce a person's pain not killing them yeah i i get that yeah i think so let's tie this back into the series and this is the last episode in the series so i think now we're talking about this and i'm i'm a I'm more open to it than you are, even though I'm not too open to it. But I'm yeah, we can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit more open to it, and maybe this is this might be one of those things that maybe two two young guys in fifty years' time will be looking back and redoing this series and talking about abortion, talking about divorce laws, talking about homosexuality, transsexuality, and then they'll also look at this just as the as we look now look at abortion and they'll see how obvious it was that the society secular society wanted to pass this to um so that suicide and death is a lot more accepted and uh, it's so strange that we live in a society that wants to prevent death in any way possible yet suicide is is okay but anyways um and maybe in a few years' time, people will be looking. Christians will be looking at this subject and, and thinking, "How did these Christians not understand how obvious it was how what this was going to turn out to be like?" And maybe this will be used, and it's one of those steps to be uh, for the for a possible ushering in of evil and genocidal stuff again. I think I still think abortion is a lot closer to that than euthanasia because of that voluntary as- aspect. But still, I, I do understand your point that it is still uh, murder. A suicide is still murder. Suicide is still murder? What? <laughs> suicide is still murder. What? <laughs> it hasn't changed. So you're murdering yourself. But yeah, it is. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty it sure is, murder required the definition of murder requires a third party, but okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, suicide. You still. Mur- I'm looking at the biblical definition. Right, okay. if you kill someone. That's wrong. But it's still it's still tied into this series, human identity. Not so much sexuality, but human identity, and it is one of those series of laws, series of cultural conflicts and struggles that we've gone through in this past century. That has changed our perspective on things. Abortion has changed our perspective of on life, and so has euthanasia. Abortion more on unborn children and young children as well uh, being killed. Homosexuality, transsexuality definitely affect the sexual area, and it, it's manipulated how young people think as well. Divorce kind of began all of this and allowed all of this to, to happen. It allowed... It allowed the abortion laws to come in. It allowed the homosexual laws, uh, homosexual marriage laws to come in. But it also allowed the cultural acceptance of those things to come in. And euthanasia might just be the next step. And it, I'm not sure if it's getting past 
um, in the countries, but it, it seems like it might be. Yeah, definitely. So throughout these uh, five episodes, I think, on human identity and sexuality, we have looked at subjects such as uh, abortion, uh, transgenderism, homosexuality, uh, and and euthanasia, and possibly other things, various other things as well throughout the 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 episodes, um, and so hopefully we have enlightened you, the listener, on how all of these things in various ways are uh, philosophically connected with one another, and how this philosophical uh, dualism splits opinion so much on these subjects as well. We hope that we have enlightened you on, or we have interested you on look, looking at the history of these subjects as well as uh, what, what the Bible says and what Christian values should perhaps be. So yes, thank you all for listening. This is again the last episode of the series of Human Identity and Sexuality. We hope you enjoyed listening and we look forward to seeing you uh, again soon. So thank you for listening. God bless. Cheerio.